Good morning, everybody. How are you today? I did a podcast before, but I didn't upload it because the rain was so loud. It actually, you could hardly hear me. So it's gotten a bit quieter. So I've jumped back on. Hopefully the rain will stay away. Even doesn't matter where I go in the house. It's the whole house is, sounds so loud. So yes, here I am um, starting again. But it's an important topic that I want to discuss with you today. And it is something um, that definitely affected my whole life. And I want to share with you some of my story in the hope that it will uh, shed some light on your own life if you find yourself in a similar situation. And it's the concept that we do not feel enough unless we are in a relationship, unless that we have a partner. I think with this concept. I I sometimes don't think that people realize that they cannot be alone. Often people aren't even aware that they are someone that needs a relationship. They have always maybe been in a relationship and they, you know, don't have two thoughts about it. They're just um, doing their thing and it's not very aware to them. And that's fine. You know, we all have our different times in our life where we get to that place of our own awareness where we feel it needs to be addressed. And look, sometimes you don't need to address that, right? If you are not going through like a really difficult time, there are, I'm sure, many people that haven't been able to be by themselves, but their relationships have proven to be healthy and they stay in those relationships. But of course, I'm talking about people that are finding themselves maybe in and out of relationships and always having that need to be in a relationship, to feel that they are, their lives aren't fulfilled unless they are in a relationship. And this was me. I mean, I was that person that was addicted to finding love and then finding um, that person. It would always play out quite dramatically because of my own insecurities and fears and the person that I would attract would have the similar vibrational energy and together there was the pattern playing out. And underneath it all there was this I am not worthy and of course I couldn't articulate it as that I couldn't articulate I was not enough I didn't even understand it at that point right I think it's only in recent years it's even become so talked about which is such a great thing right because the concept of when you think about the words I am enough do we really think about that very often and underlying so many people's pain and addictions and fears and struggles is the belief that I am not enough, right? And it can definitely translate into I am not enough if I don't have a partner. Even if that partner is unhealthy, even if that relationship is toxic, it seems to be better than just being by yourself because, you know, God, goodness, being by yourself could bring up all sorts of problems, right? And I believe that's one of the reasons why we do externalize our world and feel is if we've got something outside of ourselves propping us up so to speak we won't have to sort of look within ourselves. and it's not a conscious thing like that of course we're doing so many of these things on a subconscious level but I want to share with you uh, how it changed my life when I began to realize that I didn't feel enough without a relationship and what I was going to do about it and what I did do about it and just shed a bit of light on this. So first of all, I want to say that 
you are enough. You are enough because you exist. You are enough because you are here on this planet. That is it. Now, I personally came from a childhood that was quite traumatic. I never felt as though I fitted in. I never felt that sense of security and love that I believe a child needs to feel. Now, this isn't a podcast about (laughs) blaming parents or anything like that. It's about being real, being authentic and truth. And that is what I'm sharing with you. I'm sharing it because it was one of the main driving forces for me feeling as though I needed something outside of myself to make me feel secure. As a little person, little girl, I I didn't understand self-love and, and because as a child you learn that by your surroundings. You, you absolutely do. If you see a lot of love in your life and you are accepted for who you are, you're, you know, you have that um, stability and warmth, you learn pretty early on that the world's a good place and and you're supported and you're taken care of, right? We learn those things. Not to say that other things can't happen along the way. You may at school and teachers saying things that affect us, but we're talking right from the start. It, It begins with our parents. And I didn't ever feel that. I remember as a kid feeling just very emotional, very sensitive and not feeling I could turn to my just feeling very out of place, not feeling like I turned to my mother at all. And um, I did have some relief when I went to my grandparents and they were beautiful. But again, I didn't have the words to articulate my feelings at that age. I was super young. But so I want to share with you. So I was just giving you that bit of insight just to sort of let you know where I started. And maybe you can relate to that as well. If you don't have that initial foundation, I mean, for me then it it became without me realizing I needed to find something outside of myself to love me, to validate me. And so I I formed beliefs very early on, like we all do. And as I said, I chased after relationships. I was in these addictive relationships and I'm not going to talk about those relationships so much because I've spoken about some of that on other podcasts and I will talk about them again in future podcasts. This is more about the art of knowing you are enough without a person in your life, without a relationship in your in your life, having that intimate relationship, just being you is enough. So as I said, you being born, you being on this planet, that is enough. That is enough because you're here. So hug yourself right now if you're doubting that, right? Because just become present and say out loud, I am enough, right? So when I realized that obviously I'd gone through so much pain, so much um, trauma, I got to a point and I made a decision that I was going to have to do the inner work and uh, fall in love with myself. And I was seeing a psychologist at the time and I was in my 20s and she said to me, you have to want to marry you, Sally. You have to want to marry yourself. And when I heard this concept, I it seems so alien to me at the time. It seems pretty normal now, but back then I was like, what? Marry myself. It seems so out there, right? But of course, what she was meaning is, is all the um, characteristics and everything that I was looking for outside of myself in this relationship, with these relationships, I needed to have all those characteristics cultivated within myself. It was myself that I was really looking for. It was myself that I needed to be my own hero, my own lover, supporter, 
all those things, it was myself and to be happy with my own life that I could give myself permission to shine. I could give myself permission to be the person I needed to be. Now, falling in love with myself and discovering myself, it wasn't an overnight process. Of course it's not. It was years and years and years and years in the making. I now know a super shortcut to all this self-love stuff. But for me, I went down the really long road. I see it, of course, as... um, part of my journey as it obviously makes me probably the best kind of coach there is because I've walked this path and I know what happens on this journey of finding yourself and it's not always easy it can be super messy and super difficult but when you commit to your own self when you make a commitment with yourself to say you know what I am going to love you so very much every single day I am going to accept every part of who you are and let you know every day that you're loved. So I had some rituals in place that were going to help me significantly on my journey and we'll share some of those with you right now, very simple, basic ones. And one of them, first of all, was, like I said, making that decision that I was going to be enough by myself, that a man was not something that I needed a man was going to be something that I would choose and not need. That was that was the concept that I wanted to happen. That is the belief I wanted in my system. That when the time was right, I wouldn't just choose someone out of need and fear, but rather be a total choice from a place of love. And I knew in order to get to that place, I'd have to feel whole and complete by just being me. So I began to do um, a number of things. First of all, I began to go to the mirror and look at myself and say, I love you, Sally. And it might sound very simple and and it's very easy these days, but when I initially started doing that, it was not easy at all. So if you are wanting to have some real connection to yourself and see how you feel about you, go to the mirror and look in it and look into your own eyes and say, I love you. It, it's it's absolutely powerful. It's very simple, but very powerful. So I began to do this on a daily, every single day, sometimes several times a day. And that was one of the things I began to do. I also began meditating um, more consistently. And meditating, as I talk about all the time, is a game changer. Because when you meditate, you literally change the biochemicals in your brain. You, you sh- Everything shifts. And initially it can be a little bit difficult because your your mind is so active and you notice how busy and crazy your mind is. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to learn to meditate because I was so, what's the word? I, I was so busy in my mind. I was an overthinker. I was always looking for love, always looking for something outside of myself to fix me up. I wasn't taking out drinking alcohol or anything like that so my fix was always finding a guy or I wanted something to calm me down I wanted something to slow me down so I got introduced to meditation and it became something that I began to do and of course it's one of those um, practices I do all the time and I did chanting as well which I won't talk about here but another spiritual practice associated with meditation it was again a game changer super powerful uh, so just those things alone. The other thing that I was um, 
very aware of, which I want to share with you, is when we are not feeling enough, our emotions can sometimes be really scattered, right? We can have a lot of anxiety. We can be very, um, even anger. We can be highly sensitive, emotional, and it can almost come off. I know this would be the case in my situation where at times it would look like I was the crazy one if somebody was looking in on that situation. And I know at that point when I was crying and screaming and losing it, it was because there had been so much suppression of my emotions, so much um, me not speaking up, the pushing down of my feelings. And by that point, I was literally being triggered and all my inner child stuff would come out. And that's the two points I'm making right now because they inter interconnect. It's about the emotions and it's about the inner child because those two things are super important. I made a decision that I wanted to get in touch with my inner child and do some inner child healing work. And that was incredibly empowering because by healing my inner child, I started to realize that I actually didn't need a man or a relationship with anyone because it was my inner child that was actually seeking the love, the validation, and that me as the adult me was now going to take over from that external someone. And the ironic thing is, is when you're looking for these people to love you and validate you, and they're never the right people anyway. They, if anything, they exacerbate your deep down wound. And, and I remember one relationship, he always triggered my inner child and I would be bawling my eyes out and he would literally stand there and say, look at you, you're pathetic. Look at you crying like a big baby. And he would literally call me names as I was bawling my eyes out, right, from this inner child space. So the, that's the, the ir ironic part of this. We, we are thinking a relationship can complete us. We are thinking a relationship is what we need to feel enough. But if we're not holding complete ourselves, these relationships show up and they actually mirror back our own wounds, right? And so when I did this inner child work and I continue to work with the inner child and I continue to love her and self-care, because you do, it's, it's your child, it's you, right? It's the inner you. She's safe these days, she's loved, she knows, she has her voice and she's all nicely safe in there. And me as the adult took over. And that wasn't an overnight process, guys. I'm saying this in very succinct terms, but the fact is it was a work in progress. It, but just the start of that began to make changes for me. And because of taking care of her, I could manage my emotions so much better. That was the most beautiful thing for me because I, when I would get so upset and, and out of control with my crying and I got to that place where I could almost watch myself crying like that. In the early days when I was super young, I was just in it and I was like a ball of pain, right? And I wouldn't know what was going on and I was hysterical and all this kind of stuff. But as I got older, I would still get triggered into her, not as much, but I was able to witness her, the inner child playing out. And then I got to pause, reel it in and begin to manage things. So it changed things. So I'm sharing these things with you today, guys, because I'm saying that you may not have those traumatic experiences like I've just spoken about. Um, it, it, if you 
feel like you need a relationship, it doesn't mean that you've gone through necessary trauma and struggle like I did. Many a time you do, but I'm sharing you my story. But even if you haven't been through um, traumatic experiences or anything, but you're still someone that needs, feels like you need a relationship, I truly believe there needs to be maybe a dialogue you have with yourself, a conversation you have with yourself of why that is. Because when you have that, you are always unconsciously expecting somebody else to take care of things on some level. You are giving your power away. You are literally saying, you know what, you know, you need to take care of things here. I need you to be here. And of course, when you're in relationships, you're there for each other. But I'm talking from a place of needing that person to be there as opposed to when you're in a healthy relationship, they just are there, right? So it's a really good idea to explore where you're at in your own life when it comes to this particular topic. As I mentioned, if you have gone through trauma, if you have gone, are in a toxic relationship right now, if you are struggling in your life right now, these specific things I've just shared with you, the going to the mirrors, um, telling yourself you love you, because that literally changes those neural pathways in your mind. Like literally, you, you, you cannot be saying that stuff every day and still feel bad about yourself. It, it's quite incredible. If you're combining self-love um, practices with meditations and um, having your um, conversations with your inner child, doing some work with the inner child and managing those emotions in such a, a way, you are going to feel a lot better. Because one of the things I don't believe a lot of people talk about when you're in these relationships is just how volatile your emotions can be. We talk a lot about um, maybe the deep sadness, but anger can be a huge one. And, and bringing that in, like, I know for me, my anger was so suppressed, right? But then when it came out, it was, it was so hysterical, not in an aggressive way. It was in just an out of control way. And it was so much pain because obviously behind anger, there's always pain. Um, and I think there needs to be more of a conversation about that, learning to manage that and heal that, not suppress it in any way, but instead allow that anger to come out in a healthy way and finding ways to release that. And of course, things like exercising, being around um, incredible people, taking care of your body, making a decision to work on your personal development, to understand that you can rewire your own internal programming. These are all things I did with my life that absolutely were game changers for me. So there's just a little bit about my um, my take on needing a relationship as opposed to choosing one and um, feeling like you are not enough unless you're in a relationship. The point is you are, you're fully enough. You do not need a relationship in order to feel enough. And if you are looking, if you have that, if you have that belief, you are probably in a relationship that isn't altogether healthy either because you always play out your dramas, right? In, in you always play out those unresolved dramas in your relationships, I should say, unresolved patterns. And um, it's just a good idea to, to get really honest with yourself so you can heal that. So I hope that's been a little bit helpful today, guys. The rain did stop so I could actually um, have a quick chat with you. I was thinking it was it's starting to rain right now as I'm finishing up. So let me know if I can help you in any way on your journey. I am here for you. I want you to know that you are not alone, 
that you do not need to go down a path that is that is making you feel uncomfortable, that you feel like you're stuck in and you're struggling in. There are ways to change your life, like literally turn your life around. And um, I'm here to make you feel good. I'm here to show you how to feel your best self, right? That is my job. That is my passion and mission is showing women their truth and how to shine from the inside out unlimited, boundless energy, being who you are truly meant to be, and that you do not need a relationship in order to feel enough. And But when you do feel enough, when you do feel whole, when you do feel complete, you will find the healthiest love and relationship. It will be a direct mirror of your own already confident, loving self. And that's how beautiful it is. When you change within, your outside world changes as well. It's The world is always our mirror. So I will love you and leave you guys. I will be back on Friday. I am going to be doing my podcasts on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays now. I know different time zones, it will be picked up on different days, but three times a week I've done my new schedule. So I've got my definite days and um, I love you to listen in. Please share these podcasts if you feel they will be beneficial to anyone you may know. Please leave a review and reach me at hello at sallykalen.com. And I'd love you to follow me over on Instagram, uh, Sally Kalen. I will talk to you all soon, guys.